Welcome to the Encore Entertainment Podcast Network, your daily soundbite of inspiring and candid conversations from the popular digital magazine. This is your daily soundbite with artist interviews and more. So tell us about how your Christian faith helped helped you navigate like the challenges you faced and that you faced in dealing with uh, co- corporate America and the the music industry. Um. So even just taking a step back, um, me going into the uh, business industry, if you will, uh, was largely due to a mission trip that I had uh, several years ago with my church, Times Square Church. We went to Colombia, uh, Medellin, and Provencia, and I got to work with a church that focused on um, restoration for folks that have been victims uh, uh, of domestic violence or, um, you know, just recently incarcerated, uh, drug addiction, etc. Um, helping them not only be connected and reconnected with the Father, but also um, gaining a sense of value and worth through vocation and seeing how business uh, could be not only a tool for the kingdom, but is also very much intrinsically connected to um, our our existence as human beings, being in the marketplace, uh, exchanging value with one another, et cetera, et cetera, really helped uh, on my early, you know, just understanding of what does it mean to be a believer in business. Yeah. Um, seeing businesses' missions, uh, this is 2013 we're talking, was really crucial in me going from, okay, I'm just going to be a believer to, oh, I want to actually like build these tools because I understand that the institution itself isn't some kind of like devil, but it's, it's what you do with these tools. Same thing with you know technology, with the law, et cetera, et cetera. And so... Um, that led me to want to even go into business school. <clears throat> That's how I got involved with the Believers in Business Conference uh, in 2014 uh, and ended up being uh, the co-director for that in 2016. And so going into uh, corporate America, that's always been my my mindset, the, the infrastructure, if you will. Um, and, I, and I always keep that in perspective, whether I'm in consulting or in tech, um, you know, at the end of the day, not only learning these skill sets in order to be a better businessman, but how is the work that I'm doing directly affecting um, what the Lord wants me to do uh, and in terms of advancing the kingdom. That being said, a lot of the challenges that I feel like I face um, are more around either maintaining true to that calling, um, and that can come with, like, you know, am I compromising based on, like, uh, managerial expectations or requests, um, you know, really making sure that, like, is the, the, the mission <clears throat> of the company aligned with the mission of the Lord, things of those natures, um, small, medium, large are usually the challenges that you face. Um, similarly with music, um, 
again, like, seeing music, it's, it's less about, like, oh, um, you know, I'm just doing this for fun. Um, but really, like, what, what responsibility do I have with the messages that I portray, with what I communicate and how? Um, who am I trying to engage and, and from what vantage point? And in everything that I do, whether it's communicating on a beat or communicating in a boardroom in front of, you know, 50 execs, you know, I ensure that the way that I'm coming across and the way that I desire to be perceived is from, you know, the vantage point of my faith. And so um, I feel like the challenge for sure, uh, and you feel it more in music than you do in the, in the professional setting, but, you know, it's kind of there as well, yeah. is just um, you, by nature of not looking like everyone else or sounding like everyone else, you can stand out. And how you stand out can be perceived as good, perceived as bad, depending on who you're standing out in front of. And so, you know, whether I'm participating in certain jokes or not in the workplace, or whether I'm uh, communicating certain messages in my music or not, uh, like my peers are, those are usually the challenges because, you know, <laughs> it's like, hey, why don't you do what we're doing? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I definitely see those challenges as strength because, I mean, that's what we're called. I mean, that's what we're called to do. So it's like, I actually enjoy it. You know, I've, I've had performances, for example, I'm thinking of this one performance I had in, in Hollywood and, you know, a whole crowd of people, uh, I do my show, or I, do, I do my set and then I, I get off the stage and one of the dudes in the audience never met him before he was like yo you were so not vulgar that it was it was vulgar you know <laughs> like it, it just okay. it just came off so sharp to me because I ain't hear nothing bad like you had the you had the crowd engaged you had us hype da -da 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 -da, but like it was uh, it was it wasn't corny it wasn't you know whatever whatever. And I, and I and I vibe with it. Like, tell me more about this. Like, why? Like, how? You know. And, and that's 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 really the if if I could use an example to really identify how I take those challenges and use it as a strength, that would be my my example. You know. Yeah. Um, I see it as a good. Um. You have an upcoming EP, "Working from Home," coming out. So you know, just give us a little insight about that. Just tell us about the journey from uh, putting that together and what is the vision behind it. Yeah, so <clears throat> the journey of putting this together, um, so <laughs> it's, it's so funny thinking about it in the middle of a global pandemic, but hmm. in my mind, <laughs> the way that I had this set up was that um, this is going to be the first part of a multi-part series, okay. um, which is like, it's like the benefit package series. <laughs> the first one being working from home, which is like a, a uh, not a, a normal because it depends on like what company you work for. But in the corporate world that I've been in, working from home is one of those alternatives that telecommunication needs 
for employees to be able to continue to do their work from the comfort of not the office. Yeah. Um, that could be your home, that could be a coffee shop, et cetera, et cetera. Which for a lot of people now, that's like the norm. Uh, but before, it was kind of like, oh, you know, exception, you know, kind of thing. But for me, <clears throat> working from home is also just, it, I mean, that's how I do the music. You know, the, the second part of my career. What I do when I clock out of one job, I go work at the other job. So, you know, whether it's recording myself, developing my own designs, you know, doing the administrative stuff, like uploading my music into the distribution chamber, all that kind of stuff. You know, that that's my job outside of my job. And so working from home, in a way, kind of symbolizes the, the 24-7 hustle that essentially culminates is and does as a you know someone that doesn't have I'm not signed to a major label I don't have a whole production team and you know all that kind of stuff so uh, that was generally the idea and then to even build further upon that you know my first album that I dropped last year um, airplane mode by God's grace, you know, that hit the Billboard chart, that hit the iTunes chart. Um, and again, as an indie artist, it's like, oh, that's dope. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff can happen, you know, like with the marketing strategy, promotion, da da da, having a fan base, et cetera. And so, you know, the music side has been growing. Uh, but then also on the professional side, my career has been growing too. Um, I just recently uh, left Facebook. I now work at YouTube. Um, I'm a global program manager here, focused on music label development. Okay. And so, um, yeah, which is, that's like dope in itself yeah. because it's like I I never, you know, six years ago, six years ago, yeah, six years ago, you know, being in Latin America, you know, telling people about the glory of God and how making this chicken and selling it to people is exactly the, the opportunity for you to be able to live out your calling for the glory of God. And knowing that I was able to speak these different languages, I was able to be lyrical and all these kind of things. Never did I think that six years later, I'd be working you know, at one of the largest tech companies in the world, specifically focused on music, uh, while doing music outside of work. Like, that wasn't my plan, but, you know, I see how the Lord's just been putting all these different pieces together, so I'm like, all right, that's cool. So I'm here, that's growing, but also the music's growing, um, but I'm only one human being with 24 hours in a day, and so there's this additional layer underneath working from home, which is kind of, um, it's the, it's the, it's the burnout piece, you know what I mean? Or, or just that sense of like, when does time, when is there time to rest? When is there time to exist outside of work? Um, that the, the EP working from home really touches on. So that was the premise of it. Um, I wrote the whole project in 96 hours, basically. It was, uh, okay. I, I was on my way I was on my way to Sri Lanka. A friend of mine was getting married, brother in Christ from back when I was at Times Square Church. And um, 
I was going to be bored on this flight, like a 24 hour flight. <laughs> so I had a my homie, I had a my homie J Dot who produced all of airplane mode. I was like, yo, bro, like, do you have any beats at all that I could buy to? And he, he, he stays there, you know, so he sent me a slew of beats. I wrote a couple, I wrote a couple songs in the air. I landed in Singapore, lay over to Sri Lanka, wrote a song there. Got to Sri Lanka, saw my friend get married, flew back to the Bay Area, wrote the next set of songs, showed up back in the U.S., and I was like, all right, let me record these real quick. I actually wrote um, plenty more songs outside of this project that I have for the next project. Um, and that, you know, in itself is just me <laughs> always working, finding, finding opportunities to work. So um, that's how I literally made the, the project. Um, but I also wanted to share with you the themes as well. I would say another theme too that I have in working from home is just, um, you know, it really is about calling. And I think that I, I don't fully understand my calling. I don't think we really do because it continues to develop. You know, like if we limit God to say, oh, this is all you want me to do. I mean, you you don't allow him to really flex how great he is and, and all he can really do through one person. And so I thought four years ago, oh, I'm going to be a consultant, uh, you know, for a year. I'm going to drop this book. I'll be like John Legend, you know, he was a consultant for one year, then he goes to good music, drops to ordinary people, all this stuff, and now he's a goat, right? I'm like, oh, that's going to be me. That's going to be me. And then, like, to be in the corporate field four years later, but then to have a bunch of people be like, you know, how are you doing both? Um, and growing in both and being able to communicate, you know, growth on all sides. Like, I didn't think that was going to be me at all. I didn't think this was going to be my story. And so really having that bit in there as well and working from home is like, what am I called to do? Because there is harmony at times, being like we talked about before, being in, um, uh, being on the music side of a professional career while also having a passion and interest in music. Like, that's alignment and that's harmony. But then there's also contention too. There's times where I stay up till three in the morning, like two days ago, <laughs> um, where, you know, one, one side, you know, you gotta work till X hours, but then on the other side, you have to coordinate with, um, the distribution arm and this person and that person and you're doing all the admin stuff but then you also got to make the music and create the videos and that's you know there's also a global pandemic happening so how are you engaging with your audience in the midst of that like so that stuff takes time and you know it's not as cute as like oh yeah you know nine to five and then five to eight and i go to sleep and oh i'm also married and so you guys make sure your wife's happy because a happy wife's back to life and all this kind of stuff like it it can it can be painful at times too. So yeah, there's true. a bit of that too and really seeking the Lord for a direction there. Thank you for listening to the Encore Entertainment Magazine podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share with a friend.